This here is Lenore Zan, a.k.a. Rogue. It's Cal Dodd here, voice of Wolverine from X-Men, the animated series, Bub. I want you to join me at The Uncanny Experience, the ultimate destination for X-Men fans just like you. Where you will become a mutant student at Xavier's. And be able to explore the school campus, shop the vendor hall, and meet the creators and stars of the X-Men universe. There'll be panels, parties, immersive activities all throughout the historic mansion. Whether you're a fan of the comics or the movies or the animated series, you'll find something to love. This is Chris Claremont. I'm looking forward to seeing you all at the Uncanny Experience. It's going to be one hell of a ride, Bob. I bet it will be uncanny. Get your tickets now, sugar, at the uncannyexperience.com. Welcome everyone to the X Factor File podcast. I'm Daryl. I'm Philip. And Chad. Hi. You're here. Oh, I'm here. Wow. It's me, Chad oh. from Gray Malkin Lane. Wow, we didn't even expect you here. Oh, very special guest. <laughs> How do you get in? You know, you left your door unlocked, and sometimes you never know. Always lock the door, people. Maybe that maybe that is very creepy. Locks. we're not editing it out um it's staying um we're reading one of the several spider-man titles that was a spider-man had a lot going on early 90s spider-man i mean this started in the 80s like the rise of the spider titles right right chad we have Uh, yes we have this spectacular amazing web of there was regular spider-man like adjective the spider-man and there was a ton of like um annuals and like limited series spider-man was everywhere so was ghost rider so was wolverine so was venom wolverine is still everywhere and it bothers me so much but not like he was then my word it'd be like he'd be in like eight titles a month sometimes it was nuts and it wow. and it wasn't just it like right now it he will pop up in like every X title, um, but back then it, they would wedge him into any book that they felt needed sales. So they're like, oh, <laughs> Moon Knight, uh, with a special appearance by Wolverine. Um, oh, uh, West Coast Avengers. Oh, let's stick Wolverine in there. <laughs> Let, let's pump up these sales. This annual is, it, yeah, during a very busy time. This is when Spider-Man's still married to Mary Jane. So there's lots of wedding drama. There's always, Peter, why aren't you there for me in every issue of everything? But we get to meet uh, Annex in this Yeah, one. this is a, the Amazing Spider-Man annual number 27. Um, and Annex... What do you think Annex is based off of this cover? Uh, I mean, he just looks like a cyborg guy, right? Yeah. There's definitely like an energy signature with like crackles and grids. So I don't know what that's about. Uh, Technology. It says technology. The uh, he's got an arm that's like glowing with energy, and he what you can tell in the book is the arm is like spawning itself. So I think it's meant to re- represent like a creation effect. He's also in purple and green, which is you know signature supervillain colors. 
I have a weird soft spot for Annex. He's a weird character, kind of a terrible character, but I love him a little bit. There's something very early 90s. This is like very 15-year-old Chad. Like, I loved this character for some odd reason. And uh, we'll get into who he is. We can just cover this up top. He hasn't been around a whole lot since then. Um, He appeared in, I think, three issues of Marvel Comics Presents. Um, which have four stories within them. So he was around for like a little three-issue arc. He also had his own mini-series, which I just tracked down on eBay and is on its way to me. Um, because, of course, uh, a mini-series for Annex is not on Marvel Unlimited. What? It's fine. I reread it recently. He's also in, uh, when they did the initiative, the superhero initiative, uh, oh. he was one of the characters at like the training camp and Avengers, the initiative, which meant he was involved in like secret invasion. Uh, so he was around most of his appearances are through that era, but he doesn't have a lot to do there. It's secret invasion. I mean, go check it out on Disney plus. I, I still need to. Yeah. yeah it's, it's, it's good. It's okay. I think I will settle for it's good um, for MCU stuff at this point. My expectations since Endgame have have sure. lowered. In Can this we rebuilding. cover, we're going to go, it, it, it's up to you if you want to do this. Can we cover Annex's origins before we start the story? Because the reveal is yes. not that great. <laughs> yes. Um, the- he fought in Desert Storm. This is Alex Ellis. He fought in Desert Storm, which dates him like very early 90s, obviously. For those of you that don't know what Desert Storm is, you were not living in the early 90s because it doesn't factor in a whole bunch now. This was George Bush's uh, effort to uh, annex Iraq. He, he saved a soldier named Davy Dunson who was hurt, but he was shot in the leg and he got him to safety, but Davy died anyway. But Alex lost his leg and then came home and got the Purple Heart. Uh, do you guys want to take it from there? <laughs> yeah, and then um, there was, uh, he was going for a prosthetic mm-hmm. and the prosthetic was real basic. He was surprised of like, I, we've given so much, like, why are we getting these not great prosthetics? Our, my country is shitty to veterans. I'm really surprised by this, he says. Yeah. <laughs> so he he goes and signs up to be like a, a tester for this new company that's making prosthetics. And it's a suit, a full suit that will then sort of create whatever the wearer needs or is expecting he, the wearer just needs to concentrate and the suit will make a prosthetic so the yep. company the company is a darko which is the abner dunson advanced robotics company and abner dunson is the father of davy dunson the guy that died in war with alex and the head scientist is a guy named dr hillman barto who's african-american he's a big part of the limited series when you read it and Hillman Barto has created something called the Brew, which is one of the worst Marvel Comics acronyms of all time. The Brew is stands for the Bioregenerative Energy Well, which connects to Annex's armor, which allows him to manifest like limbs or weaponry out of this molecular soup that is connected to him. So for folks who play Mass Effect, I feel like this is Omnigel which is a much better name for like an all-purpose goop. Yes. Rather than the brew, which is an acronym for things. Yeah. 
But but Abner, the owner, has taken a digitized copy of his son Davy's like memories and is now trying to overwrite Alex's mind with them. So when we open the issue, Alex or Annex is not in control, and that's why. If we're covering this shit right away, we're it's not even a big spoiler. It just will help you make sense of what the fuck is happening in this issue because it takes yeah. a while to get there. <laughs> it does, and it cuts out what we just talked about. Cuts out like at least the middle three fifths of this book, <laughs> um, because it starts with action, then it goes into flashback and explanation, and then it goes then to conclusion. Flashback. Yes, the nineties. There seem to be a lot of uh, the nineties. There seem to be a lot of characters who were created because they liked the name. Like, ooh, here's a name we could use. The word annex for this guy doesn't make any sense at no, all. No, it doesn't. Not even. I do appreciate you knowing the name of the company, though, because all I could remember, even though I read this in the past day, was Aardvark. So, <laughs> yes. So we have Spider-Man. He is web-slinging through the city. He is on his way to an awards for photojournalism. Yeah, because um, his efforts are finally bearing fruit. And, and, but he's like, I probably won't win it because J. Jonah Jameson is part of the selection committee or whatever. So it's a miracle that yeah. he made it in for a finalist. Yes. And it, then his spidey sense goes off. We find Annex. Um, Destroying a whole wall of a building. There's all this debris coming crashing down. And Spider-Man has some super sturdy web fluid in, loaded up. So he creates this gigantic net to catch all of the debris before it crashes, crushes people. And as uh, someone calls in to the police and they're like, Spider-Man's destroying stuff again. Um, can you send someone? That J. Jonah propaganda is, is working. Yeah. So he goes to confront Annex to try to stop more debris. And Annex, sort of, there's an orange glow or yellow and red glow to symbolize him creating something new. Um, so he's got a big fisty thing to destroy more wall, which Spider-Man then has to collect more debris. And he's and using a lot of like accessing data, activate thruster unit, schema mode, initiate. Like it, it's almost like this guy's a cyborg. So it's supposed to be a surprise when there's a human guy in there. I don't know. It's fine. <laughs> and uh, um, uh, Annex gets away because he creates a jetpack. Yes. And flies away. And Spider-Man's like, I used up all of my fluid um, to create or catch all the debris. So I can't really chase after him right now. I'm going to have so little left to thwip. And uh, um, he uses his last little whips to get to a payphone to call his wife, Mary Jane, who is chain smoking. Girl yes. loves a ciggy. I'm Mary so Jane happy. smoked in the 90s, you guys. It's so hot. <laughs> <laughs> she's she's brooding. She is... Uh, she has a, a furrowed brow as she's chain smoking. Like, And she's a... like, I'm not angry. I'm scared. And the more scared I get, the more I smoke. <laughs> I mean, cigarette smoking is playing... A, a very big role in her characterization in these pages. Was Marvel my, by Philip Morris? <laughs> my, my favorite line of dialogue in this whole thing is Mary Jane's thought bubble. She goes, huh, maybe I should have married a doctor. At least if they don't come home on time, they can bill for their services later. Imagine this woman is stressed out married to this man who's always getting beat up and never on time for anything. 
Um, well, Spider-Man is attached to the telephone booth, though. You can see his cakes. And Peter Parker... Has been baking. Yes. <laughs> he does not skip leg day. Um, He's like, you should go to the award ceremony for me. Hey, like, I'll get there eventually. Can you, like, run interference? And, and she's not having it. No. She probably... Uh, I mean, the scene closes by her looking so angry, and she probably, like, stubbed out that cigarette and immediately lit another one. Yes. Well, I mean, and again, she's like, there are a thousand other superheroes in this city, and this is your award show I'm going to. Can you please just come to your own show? And he's like, just represent me. And she's pissed. Good for yeah. you. Good for you, MJ. Good for you. I... It took me several pages to get over the fact that she was smoking so much on these pages. <laughs> Like, the early 90s was a whole different time. Like, read this on Marvel Unlimited and maybe, like, you'll get some secondhand smoke while you're paging through. <laughs> Wolverine, Wolverine, Nick Fury, and The Thing were all famously smoking a lot in this era as well. Oh. Yeah, lots of cigars. And then they're like, oh, maybe there's too many kids smoking. Maybe we should maybe not have this in comic books. Or, like, not have it in public. Like, this is the era we would go to Happy Chef on the way to the farm. And we'd always have to ask for the non-smoking section. Yeah. Which, what a fallacy non-smoking sections were. (laughs) (laughs) The smoke just drifts over. (laughs) Um, We cut over to Annex, who goes down to a newsstand to take in some information. He can scan. He's really good. He can scan a newspaper and ingest all that data. And he sees that there, and the paper is only 35 cents. What a time. Uh, de- definitely a daily paper, not the Sunday edition. Yeah. <laughs> He's looking, he grabs a paper, he creates something on his helmet and then scans the full thing. It's wild. Spider-Man finds him and they have a battle on the street. He has replenished his fluid because there's a lot going on here. Annex cannot be contained by it and tosses Spider-Man into a bus. And we cut to Mary Jane showing up to the award show. And apparently J. Jonah Jameson likes her. They get along. And um, they meet Abner Dunson. Um, and he so this is where we saved you guys all this time earlier. Because we yeah, told he, the backstory. The reason why there's an <laughs> award ceremony is he was an amateur photographer. So he he admires some photographs. Um, and then Anna so Anna had thrown Spider-Man into a bus Yep, the bus doesn't have a driver so now it's suddenly in motion and Spider-Man's like I need to stop it but how and Annex hops in front and then like changes himself into a big block Yeah, he, he becomes a thwomp yes and stops the bus and Spider-Man's like oh Maybe he's not a bad guy. Are we still in the good, bad stage of a villain formation where he can be reformed? Who knows? The cops show up and they're like, oh, basically like, hold it right there, Mac. And Spider-Man's like, no, no, he's coming with me. I'll take care of him. Bye. One of the wild things about Annex is he's getting whatever he manifests, he's pulling out of this like biological brew, right? But it's like being transmitted to him via radio waves to manifest around like this. Ugh, 
science doesn't work like this but they end up back at a darko they meet dr hillman barto who's like in the in the collision and, and alex finally gets his like real memories back and he tells his origin story and which is they, chapter four yeah <laughs> we should note that while all this is happening barto has been trapped under rubble in that lab and then <laughs> by the time they get back they finally rescue him out from under those steel beams and they they realize that well oof, i'm oversimplifying but they realize that his memories are being overwritten and so he takes the armor off and he shares his like actual origin story and they realize dunson is behind all of this and then uh Davies, his dead son's going to take over his mind. This is very Professor Power, like uh, J.M. De Mateus's character, Professor Power, who has his son that he keep like keeps trying to upload his mind into like new bodies. Anyway, we it, this it's fine. It's so bizarre. <laughs> On the discovery, they go to confront Abner Dunson, who is just going off at this award show of or yeah award yeah. of like. People died who shouldn't have, people who are alive who should have died. Like, ooh, it is so cringy. Like, you know, there's people in that room who are just like, why are we here? Can we make a way to an exit without anyone seeing us? Mary Jane whispers, Mary Jane whispers, Jonah, is this an award ceremony speech? It sounds like he's raving. And Jonah says, nah, he's just a tough talker like me. I don't know if that's a compliment for yourself. (laughs) (laughs) You You do not want to be on this level of, of, just going off and making everyone so uncomfortable. Annex literally crashes the party. Abner Dunson runs for his weapons development lab, which is apparently right on the other side of the wall from the award ceremony. This is great building design. Like you have your ballroom for your award ceremony on the other side of the wall from your lab. What could go wrong? So he throws on the Annex version of Cerebro. Uh, (laughs) And... He it's the same helmet design that Annex has. So now he has the powers to like pull from the brew as well so they can have a battle. And they have the same weapon schematic database that they're both pulling from. So it's basically a draw. It could be satisfying, but this is like all in like four panels, you guys. Yeah. Basically, uh, Spider-Man electrocutes them, and then uh, uh, Dunson overloads, and his helmet explodes, and he's like, oh no, and then Annex still has access to the brew, so he can go on to be a hero, but he disappears into the night. And we say, bye, Annex, and uh, he's gone. And that's the story. That's the main story. Yeah. Which, it's only, uh, if you're counting actual pages within the issue, we're at page 33 of 64 and the main story's done um so there was not a whole lot of gas behind that there's like one last panel where uh spider-man's on the roof mary jane climbs up there he's like what are you doing up here and she's like well i didn't want to wait till you don't come home later so i just came to talk to you now i love this woman (laughs) (laughs) um our first backup story stars solo and black cat i did not know who solo was i'm like who is this guy an assassin Solo is a Punisher-like mercenary slash assassin who has his own kind of moral code. X-Men fans might know him best. He was part of the Deadpool Mercs for Money team. Uh, He's a newish character here. And basically this issue is just setting up his limited series, which is about to happen. 
they're introducing uh, like some new villains that will be part of his series and then literally never seen again. And we get more acronyms because the villains are Ares, A-R-E-S, which stands for assassination, revolution, extortion, and sabotage. That's the like super villain group. And they got a guy named Deathstorm that fights for them. Ugh, 90s. <laughs> yeah. So Black Cat is going to this place. She's going to steal some art that was stolen from an art museum so she can return it to the museum so they can auction it off or something. There seemed to be some funding tied to this piece of art. Um, and she's, I don't know, is she is she different than Catwoman in any meaningful way or are they the same character? Oh, they're pretty different characters, but there's some similarities. Um, her outfit is slit down to her cooch, um, which you can see in one of these action panels like that. Is not practical. No, that's going to come open as you're drop kicking someone. Um, but again, 90s. So um, lots of double-sided tape being used by heroes and villains alike. Yeah. And so this dude is there and she gets past people or tries to get past people without actually harming them and this guy just straight up kills them yeah he just murders oops um i do not think i realized how low that v cut on her costume went holy shit yeah <laughs> yeah she clearly got like a brazilian wax before all of this she My word. yep um so there's not much to the story they get the art back with murder yeah, that's basically it. Yeah. And like Solo almost kills this other this bad guy. Bloodstorm. Or death no wait, Deathstorm. Deathstorm, but Deathstorm has leveled up his teleporting skills and gets away. So all the blam blam blams just hit yeah. the floor. It's not for want of trying on Solo's part. So there used to be there used to be this list in the 90s. I think they ran it in Marvel books where there was like a list of words on the left and a list of words on the right. And you could just create any supervillain or superhero name by attaching one word to the next. Like death and storm go together. Let's do it. Uh, and there's so many of these characters from the 90s who have these types of names. Oh. Killjoy, you know, like it just goes on and on. Deathlock, Deathbird, Deathstorm. Lots of death, lots of blood characters. Yes. Blood Wraith. I know you talked about him on Avenging Hour recently. Yes. yes. Blood Wraith. Um what a character <laughs> blood um, Hawk from the x-men 97 yeah we, i remember x-men 2099 yeah we could go on and on yep um we get a courtroom drama a courtroom drama with kurt connor's the lizard um why is this a story i, I this is know. referencing There's... todd todd mcfarland did a wildly popular uh arc in his early adjectiveless spider-man where calypso is like a voodoo priestess beating drums that drives the lizard mad and makes him kill a bunch of people so this is kind of supposed to be like a follow-up to that it's like what happened to the lizard next because he's in court for having murdered these people even though he was being mind controlled and this text like cowboy type prosecutor is there to get him in jail and like they go through all these points um of is the lizard responsible or is doc connor's responsible for the actions of the lizard are they the same person are they not like to be fair there are if there are star trek episodes that are similar to this like jadzia dax is she responsible for actions of the previous dax symbiote is she her own individual? Is it is she distinct from the symbiote or not? We get fun flashbacks. Um, I need to read more of Stegron the Dinosaur Man. Um, 
he seems fun. <laughs> yes. Put Stegron yeah, so- and Sauron together in any book and I will be there every time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that should be a pitch that you write to Marvel. Uh, yep. Yeah. I mean, it's been done a few times. There's been some team ups. Reference the you- trial of Carl Lycos on my show. <laughs> yeah. Um, but you should do like a whole limited series, a, a buddy, a buddy book. I am so into it, actually. That would be a book I would love to write. Um, the star witness is Spider-Man, the amazing Spider-Man, not to be confused with with Peter Parker, who was on the stand previously, who got um sort of discredited uh, because he profits from the photos he takes of the lizard doing bad things. So he can't really, he's like, you're only in it for the money. And Peter Parker's like, oh, no, it's not about the money. But yes. So there's a, oh, go ahead. No, there's a bit more history that's given. um, And we get, we hear from Kirk Connors a lot. Uh, This is a very, dialogue heavy backup story and he's stuck in a tube he is they have vacuum sealed his torso and i didn't know that he was bitten by morbius as well i could totally redo the trial of the lizard on my show i'll I'll do this in like two sentences i actually love (laughs) this character it's an incredible hulk story in a lot of ways because he has this reptilian side of him and weirdly he also is a character that had one limb that gets regenerated through lizard serum so he's connected to edx in that way but he has the Kurt Connor side of him, which is the well-meaning scientist who has the wife and son. And then he's got the lizard part of him that's all lizard brain, which is like, you know, fuck and destroy and own. And all of his continuity is wrapped up in what it means to have the human and the lizard side of him competing. So you see his family here. And the way this story ends is the lizard says, you know, sends his family away. I can't see you anymore. You're not safe around me. Uh, but like this story gets picked up again and again. He's He's murdered his wife and child. They've been brought back. Uh, like it's it's this constant uh, energy of like what it means for him to be this family man who has this like darker impulse side Uh, I actually really like this character so he eventually gets to the point where he's like you know what put me away I will prove to you I will put me in a lab in prison and I will work on doing some good to make amends for what I've done his son hugs his metal encased torso he's hugging a metal tube (laughs) Like, Doc Connors can't even feel anything through it. Sorry. Um, and that's the end of that story. We're we're hoping for a redemption arc. They did bring up well, some of the good things that Lizard had done. And I really, I thought the art was really good in terms of, like, here's this courtroom drama on the bottom with some text bubbles. And then the art above it is the art of those actions, what they're describing in those bubbles from his fight with the dinosaur man. I admire I admire a writer that does their homework. And this this is actually my favorite story in the annual, if I'm honest, even though it's doesn't it doesn't accomplish much, but it's it's a character study of the lizard who I actually really love. I think, yeah, I think I enjoyed it more than Annex. Oh. And more than this wolf one coming up. Oh, the wolf one. Um (laughs) (laughs) we get um John Jameson having a, a nightmare or a nice dream of fighting his father who is also a what, werewolf no just in this dream well yes but that's what i'm saying in the yes. dream the, john the john jameson is an astronaut that found a rock on the moon that sometimes changes him into changes him into a guy named the man wolf and this is him having a nightmare about hunting his father as the man wolf um he had a relationship with jennifer walters in 
one of the She-Hulk titles for a while. Oh, yeah, um, for her because he's looking very hunky in his bed. He typically is a a good guy. Um, he just can't help it because of the Moon Rock. Um, and in the Spider-Man animated series, the Moon Rock is what Venom was hanging out on. Oh. <laughs> um, which we have been watching as we do baking project it's true um i didn't pay a whole lot of attention to this because it was a j jonah jameson story yeah yeah and j jonah jameson's fine he has a nightmare that his father also turns into a wolf and they battle and then he's going back to doing research for nasa and you see him like he's got his like little signature buzz cut and like his life of heroism is explored and they're basically like hey we found this like we've created this weapon we want you to try out uh it's he like an anti-riot gun but it is huge it is so inappropriate but he come he has this whole sort of armor that goes with it and he's contracted to find this dude who had some sort of genetic yeah, this is the only appearance of this supervillain. His name is Samson Rourke, and he got mutated in a genetic accident, and he now has a street gang, and Jameson fights them and beats them up. Like, that's kind of the whole story. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And this Rourke guy also has daddy issues, and he has daddy issues, and he goes to have lunch with Jay Jonah and is like, I can't, I'm walking out. It's very Real Housewives. It's like I, it's, they're trying to like do something with Jameson that's not Man Wolf, and so they put him in this like black and white RoboCop armor that I don't think we've ever seen again. Nor do I want to. I think I'm good with this not coming back. It's fine. And we end the issue with the Maximum Carnage cover gallery, so they are really pumping the crossover event Maximum Carnage, and they're like you we want you to buy this so look at all the covers we've created wait isn't the new carnage one also called maximum carnage that i read i don't know it's it's the marvel trope where an event decades ago they repurposed the title oh no the, there's been an event called minimum carnage i think the i think the current one is called carnage reigns oh yes i think so i i mean scott free please don't judge me yeah <laughs> so you just get to see all the covers for everything they're like look how cool web of spider-man 102 will be and it's an act it i i don't know they're they're this is your 90s covers yes and uh, that's how they round out this issue so what are our thoughts on the amazing spider-man annual 27 as a whole the Side the character development for the lizard is better than the other parts. Mary Jane gets to chain smoke and call Peter on his shit. We got some cool lizard stuff. Uh, the black cat likes a deep, deep V, and we got to see John and Jameson. John, uh, J, good lord, John Jameson in his uh, like uh, ebony and ivory era. That's yes, that's, there's that all summed up in one sentence for you. <laughs> yes, and his underwear. Yes um so i think for variety's sake it was fun they uh, they packed a lot of story in um and different types of stories for different types of people so it's not all bad yeah. it it there's something for everyone in this issue i very I early 90s it is very 90s i agree all right chad where can folks find you and what do you get up to 
Hey, yeah. So you can find me Gray Malkin PP like podcast on Twitter, Gray Malkin underscore land on Instagram. Uh, on my show, we are delving into creator interviews and then having them join us for issue reviews of classic comics. We also do a character trial once a month, which is the most fun I have on the show. Uh, we also have a Patreon channel. I'd love your support. Come check us out if you would enjoy some more X-Men content. You can find us on Instagram, X Factor Files and um when this episode releases i'll be able to uh, upload some photos and make posts every day highlighting some things like black cats deep v for everyone to marvel at and enjoy so until next time everyone see you later stay safe bye, bye.